Today a lot of our team went on break, so we didn't have any meetings today, and to be honest, I feel a little empty inside. I'm so used to meeting up with my team and jamming on voice first and getting up on a whiteboard and talking about our mission and getting our goals down and just getting in the weeds of the development and the business and everything in between. Not having the team around leaves a little empty space, but I'm going to use this opportunity to talk about kind of the longer term mission. Uh, I'm hosting this podcast today. My name's Pat, Pat Sweetman. I'm the, the founder of Voice First. Out of the many people who have joined our team in the beginning, we really do have a large founding team and I appreciate everybody who's been part of our process so far. Whether you've shown up every single day or you're just one of the listeners that contributes a voice message to our podcast, everybody in the Voice First community has helped us to create a platform that is collaborative, open source, and worldwide. We're international. Every single continent except for Antarctica, which we're working on. And every day, all the people on our Voice First team are waking up and they're asking themselves, how can I make the product, how can I make our team, how can I make voice in the world a better solution, a, a better world? So that's what we work on every single day. And sometimes we get caught in the weeds of the dry cleaner or our house cleaner or the Udemy course. But when we're looking at it on the macro, when we back up, take a step back, take a deep breath in and re-examine, we're really just creating some awesome stuff. And, and it really is inspiring for me to watch my team execute on such a high level, to see them bring that passion along with their curiosity to always wanna just do better. It's, it's something that I haven't seen when I've worked at Amazon or when I worked at GE or when Uptake did have some people like that. And every company has innovative minds. But in a startup as young as Voice, in a startup as young as Voice First, to have a group of people who are openly curious, who are just aggressive in an industry while passive enough to listen to the voices that are already in the industry and to try to question what we already know while remaining open and curious to what we don't know, it's, it's a really unique environment, and again, I'm grateful to have y'all. I wanted to talk a little bit about what our high-level overview is and kind of where my thoughts are on what our place is in Voice First and our trajectory moving forward. Rewinding back to 2014, that was when Amazon Alexa came out. We could go back further to 2011 with Siri. I think Siri was the first initial spark that got people excited about voice in the same way that the Bitcoin explosion that happened got people interested in decentralized currencies in the blockchain. So Siri got people excited. 2014 comes around. Amazon puts out this speaker called Alexa on their devices called Echo devices. They came out kind of small news, but I got really curious about it and bought one of these devices for myself and immediately started building apps and putting them out on the Alexa skill store. Once my app started to get out there, it was a lot of just stuff I wanted to use for myself. They were like workout timers or customer soundboards or video game helping apps or just little productivity apps for me to do. I even made this app that let me text my mom using my voice. At the time, that was cool. Now there are a lot of, I think Amazon, yeah, Amazon now has it built in that you can text and call people and so does Google, you can call people. You can't text yet, keyword being yet. Everything in the voice space is becoming. It is never going to be at a finished product. Every single day, it's gonna get a little bit better. 1% closer towards being a final product. The goal is to just see the vision of what it can become and get a little bit closer. Because every day, we get one step closer 
and then we re-examine this big vision that we have and the vision changes. It's weird, it, you can only see the changes in the macro. So Alexa came out in 2014. Two years later, Google Assistant came out. And so I had already been developing voice apps for two years. When Google came out, I have this video of Christmas day when I opened up a, a Google Home. And I look in the camera and I say, this is about to change everything. Because that day when the kit came open, I built one of the same apps that I had already built on Alexa. I just kind of copied it over to Google. And that was when I started to realize, okay, a lot of the stuff we're doing on Amazon Alexa, we're probably going to need to port over, copy, paste, just make new ports for Google. Because, like, why would I just build it for Alexa? Why would I just build an iPhone app when there are so many Android users? Why would I just build an app for Alexa when there are so many people using the Google Assistant? And they're being used in different contexts. Like, the Amazon shopping platform is so much better than Google's shopping platform. In the same way, Google's search engine far surpasses the abilities of Amazon Alexa. If, if you've tried asking a random search query to Alexa, I'm sure you've gotten stumped and frustrated at Alexa's lack of knowledge every once in a while. In the same way that a lot of people probably look at Google's limited number of skills and Google's limited shopping environment and they think, wow, there's no way I can jump on this platform. Amazon is much more established. So they've got their pros and cons and Amazon had a little bit of a head start. But head starts really don't mean anything. Siri, again, came out in 2011, and the Apple team is still not able to even compete against Google and Alexa. I mean, keep in mind, a couple weeks ago, Siri opened up its kit so that you can now use the Google... No, you can now use Amazon Alexa in your Siri speakers. So you can use... Or was it Google Assistant? One or the other. I'm having trouble remembering right now. But you can use the, those assistants to access other assistants. That's a way to try to get more people to use the hardware knowing that the software itself is flawed. Let me say that again. Apple knew, knows that its assistant is flawed, knows that it's not perfect. So in order to drive more sales to the hardware that makes them money, they are introducing new assistants that are smarter, aka Amazon Alexa, aka Google Assistant. They're leveraging the clout and the, the power of these platforms, these other assistants, to allow their hardware to have increased sales. We haven't even tried building out with the Siri kit yet, which is probably a flaw on our part. We should always be exploring new industries. There's just been so much opportunity in Amazon Alexa and Google Assistant that we've just, <laughs> we've been overwhelmed with the amount of opportunity that exists here. We have our dry cleaner that has really been taking up the majority of our time. We've got our house cleaner. We've got, we go on Upwork every single day to find voice app projects and we kind of dominate the market because, because we've built up the clout and the rapport on the platform. But there are new voice app gigs. I would say there are two to three every single day. It's too many for me to apply to them all every single day. So like if you're, if you're a young voice app developer and you're trying to build voice apps, execute on the knowledge that you've learned, go on Upwork. Like seriously, whether you started learning from the voice first Udemy course that the ultimate voice developer course that we have on Udemy, or if you learned through the Alexa quick start guides or the Google quick start guides, or just on Jovo's website or through any of Jovo's amazing video tutorials and resources. If you need to start earning money to build the voice apps that you've been building, like go on to Upwork, go onto these freelance platforms, ask your local businesses. Like if you've ever seen Ty Lopez go out and profess and preach the word of social media marketing, he says every single business needs to be on social media. It's a platform that very few people are on 
and the return on that investment of your time is going to be drastic. It's gonna increase your revenue, it's gonna increase your current customers, it's gonna save your business time. Voice is the same thing. Every single business is gonna be impacted by voice. It's already starting to happen. We're seeing it with food ordering. 20% of all Domino's orders gets ordered via voice. One in five voice search, one in five searches on Google is done via voice. Voice is already here, it's already taking over. The sales are already skyrocketing, especially in this 2018 holiday season. So as a voice app developer, if you're trying to make some money, what you should do is you should, well, do whatever you want, but I recommend going onto Upwork, going onto Freelancer, going onto Craigslist, or knowing the businesses that you like. If you like hanging out at Champ's Bar down the street, or if you like to go to 16-Bit Arcade, or if you're going to the bowling alley down the street, while you're there, start thinking, how could this experience be faster or better for me as a customer if I had voice, or if they were leveraging Alexa or Google Assistant, or if they had an app on any of the stores? How could I build that for them? And then you just tell them that solution. Hey, you wanna help your customers do X, right? Okay, because you wanna help them do this, you should understand that this technology allows for a solution like that. And then you just propose these solutions. You use their standards by saying, hey, you do wanna save your customers time, right? You do wanna make the experience better, right? You do want to leverage the technology that customers already have, yeah? You wanna meet them where they are. So you, you use their standards to, to ask them, yes, you wanna make the experience better. Once you've primed them and asked them that, well, then you offer them a solution. Hey, I know that you have this problem. Here's a solution using voice. And unlike a lot of consumers, businesses generally have money to, to spend on excess resources to continue to invest and do research in their own company. So, especially if you're talking to young, more innovative um, companies, they're gonna, their eyes are going to perk up a little bit. You're going to see their ears turn towards you as you bring up the word voice or Amazon Alexa or Google Assistant because they know it's new. They've heard their friends talking about it. So you bringing the opportunity to build them that voice app, and as a single person, you're going to be able to build much more efficiently and much cheaper, much less expensive than any other development team, which gives you an advantage. Hey, I live here in your hometown. Hey, I know you. Hey, I know your business and your consumers. Let me build your voice app because I am also a member of this community. I am also one of your customers and I understand the kind of business that you're running here. I want to help that. I want to help you grow. If you don't want to go to your local community, look on Upwork because that's where we've been finding a lot of opportunity on Upwork, you know. So voice apps have had so much opportunity and that opportunity is only going to continue to grow. The iPhone came out 11 years ago. It was 2007 when the iPhone came out and it's now 2018. Can you tell me a successful company that does not have an Android app or an iOS app? Can you tell me a company that does not have a website? These are major platforms that enable people to communicate using different forms of technology. Mobile apps are used to help people using their mobile phones, which are devices that they needed and they got in order to communicate better with other people. Websites came with the advent of the internet, which was a way for people to communicate and shorten physical distance using electronics. Now with voice, people are getting these devices as forms of smart speakers. They just want to get a little um, they just want these smart speakers to be able to play their music, to ask for the weather, to get the news in the morning, in the same way that people got cell phones to want to communicate better. Once they have these devices, then it creates an opportunity for them to expand their use cases. Instead of it just being used for music, what if you can also use it to do your laundry? 
What if you can also use it to order food? What if you can also use these little pucks that are sitting on your kitchen and in your bedroom to do anything that you could use your phone or a website to do? That's where the current state of voice is, is these platforms are growing so fast, you can do just about anything, if not more, using voice uh, platforms, using voice technology, than you could using any other platform of the past. And that's a signal that this is a time of opportunity. It's a time of growth and a time of innovation because nobody is on this platform yet. Yes, there are hundreds of thousands of Alexa skills, but a lot of those are people who are just curious, who are just creating a skill for themselves. There is no killer app of voice yet. There, there is no Uber of voice. Uber is on voice, but there is no killer voice app that has justified the platform. You can take that one of two ways. You can either take that to mean this is a dud platform and there will be no apps on this, or you can take it to mean it is the killer app has yet to be created. It's my time to sit down, think about how I can add value to this world using voice technologies, and then you build it. You go out there and create the killer app because someone's got to do it. Why not you? Before Steve Jobs and Steve and, and Woz created Apple, nobody did that. Nobody knew it was possible to create a smartphone like that. Before people were able to fly, before flight was possible in this commercial travel that we all fly around the US and around the world for business every single day, before that was a thing, flying was crazy. It was a thing we saw birds doing. If humans thought that they could fly, then they were called crazy. They were called silly. You'd look up in the sky and you'd think, wow, it would be awesome to fly. And then right after you thought that, you would turn around and you'd say, yeah, that's a crazy thought. Nobody's flown. Nobody's ever going to fly. This is a silly thought to put any thought into. Well, the same things here with voice. Like these, these trends, you just observe the trends of the past. S observe where we are right now. Orient yourself. Ask some questions. And then execute. Make an investment in yourself. Make an investment in your future. Into the world that you're trying to create. Because the world is always changing. The world is always growing and becoming new. Don't accept the world that is here today. Take your place, take responsibility for the ideas that you have and go and try to create a better world. It takes those people, the people who say, I see the better world that exists and I'm willing, I'm gonna take responsibility for that vision I have. I'm gonna take responsibility and act to bring that vision to life because nobody on this planet can enact my vision like I can because they, they're not wearing the same set of glasses. My eyes belong to me. I'm the only one that can see the world that I do. So it's my responsibility to see the better world that I think is going to be better for everybody, not just me or a group of people, but everybody. And I'm going to go and act on that. And I'm going to get feedback. And I'm going to ask questions. And I'm going to continue to set new goals and wake up with the same passion that I had yesterday. And I'm just going to ask myself, what can I do to become 1% better? How can I get this world 1% closer to the goal that I have? How can I get this company 1% closer towards being on voice? And if I ask myself, how can I get 1% closer to those goals every single day? Eventually you're at 100%. Eventually you've eaten the entire elephant. Eventually the entire puzzle is complete. Making these small steps consistently. The consistency is the key if you want to take small steps. If you're just trying to take small steps, but you're not doing it consistently, then you're not making any progress. The key of this, the purpose of the small steps is so that you don't get burned out. If you try to make too many big leaps, you're going to really tire yourself out quickly. So instead, focus on building long-term habits and trends to be able to do the same thing over and over with slight variations and pivots to get 1% closer every single time. So voice is continuing to create opportunities, but it's always becoming. It's getting 1% better every day. 
we added transactions in. We added the ability to do text messaging, the ability to broadcast using any of your pucks. You can broadcast to your whole house and say, hey, dinner's ready. Or, hey, uh, you need to come down from your room. It's, it's time to go to school. You can broadcast to the house in the same, without having to wire your entire house for intercom. Every day, these platforms get a little bit smarter to eliminate the problems that we faced yesterday. So, knowing that, knowing that that is the history that has led us to the present, what is the current state of voice? I'm sorry to say that the next two segments of the present and the future were erased as a result of my phone dying. Um, while my phone was powering back on, I wrote a haiku. Phone died. Results are two segments lost forever gone like this haiku.